Welcome everyone to the meeting of the City of Sacramento's Compensation Commission, which is an independent commission that was uh, created by Article 3, Section 29 of the City of Sacramento Charter that was approved by the voters in 2002 to uh, establish the compensation for the mayor, uh, other members of the city council, and public members of city boards and commissions. Uh, this meeting is now called to order, and will the clerk please take the roll and state whether we have a forum, quorum, excuse me. Thank you. Commissioner Tiffany Fink? Present. Commissioner Deborah Finch? Present. Commissioner David Kawada? Here. And Chair Arthur Scotland? Here. We do have a quorum. Thank you. Um, I think it would be helpful, as we did at our uh, last meeting on February 13th, for those who are in the audience and haven't... Uh, been before seen a commission hearing before uh, for those or for those who are uh, looking at the streaming video or who may later look at the archive video I think it would be uh, helpful to um, have the Commission members introduce themselves and give a very brief maybe a couple second background uh, about about them so uh, why don't we start uh, oh okay we are going to start with you so my name is Tiffany Fink. I'm the Chief Executive Officer for Paratransit Inc., which is responsible for all the senior disabled service in Sacramento County. I am a resident of District 3, and so this is my first term on the Compensation Commission, but I'm very familiar with this as I uh, oversee a public agency subject to the similar types of compensation issues. Okay, I'm going to jump over. David? Uh, my name is David Kawada. Um, I live in District 1 up in North Natomas, and I am serving my second term at, in the Compensation Commission. Deborah Finch. I was for about 15 years, and this is my first time being on the Compensation Commission. Thank you. And I'm retired. And uh, my name is uh, Art, Arthur, Art Scotland. Um, I was born and raised in Sacramento. I've been a resident of Sacramento for 66 of my 72 years, except for six years during the mid-1960s and early 1970s when I went away to college and then had my first, my first job after college uh, in Los Angeles. Um, and uh, I am a retired judge of the Sacramento County Superior Court and a retired Presiding Justice of the Court of Appeal, 3rd Appellate District, uh, and thus I am the chair of this commission because the uh, charter requires that the uh, chair be a retired judge. And uh, Ms. Cuppy, would you please uh, introduce yourself and your, your background while you're here? Yes, welcome. I am the City of Sacramento City Clerk. Okay. And you perform very uh, important service to this commission by assisting us gathering information and that sort of thing. So thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Um, also, before we call the first agenda item, I think it would be helpful for me to explain the order in which each of the agenda items will be addressed. And uh, I want to begin by noting that the members of this commission, as well as the public, uh, were general public, were provided with the uh, commission meeting agenda and the entire agenda packet, which includes all the information we will be uh, uh, looking at and commenting on today. And that was on uh, March 28th, uh, 2019. After uh, each agenda item is called, uh, the presenter will go first uh, so that the commission and the members of the public uh, who are here or are watching uh, on video can uh, hear exactly what is before uh, the commission. 
and then following the presenter, but before uh, the commission uh, and, uh, engages in any deliberation or asks any questions of the presenter uh, or staff, members of the public who have submitted requests to comment on an agenda item will be given the opportunity to do so. And after the public comment, uh, the Commission will discuss the item, ask any questions we might have of the presenter uh, or staff, and then decide what action to take on the agenda item. So with that, Mindy, please call the uh, first item on the agenda. Thank you. Our consent calendar consists of one item, which is approval of Compensation Commission minutes from February 13, 2019. And have any members of the public asked to comment on this? I have no members of the public signed up to speak. Thank you. So uh, before we uh, address this, I would like to note uh, that on page one uh, of the minutes, the draft minutes, it lists um, Nicole Laflamme as a member of the commission. However, uh, before our meeting on February 13th, she contacted the clerk's office, indicated she was moving out of state and thus um, uh, was resigning from the commission uh, so it uh, would seem to me uh, that her name probably should be removed um, unless the, the, there's something other. Um, at the time the agenda was published, she was still a seated member. Okay. She resigned that afternoon right before the meeting. All right, very good. Um, and in the uh, minutes uh, of discussion item number two, uh, the selection of commission vice chair for 2019, there's a typo on page four which reads, action adopted a motion selecting a Tiffany Fink uh, as vice chair for the calendar year 2019. Now, there may be a lot of Tiffany Finks in this world, but we're happy to have our Tiffany Fink, so I think the minute should be. Uh, Tiffany Fink, right? <laughs> I think we the, don't get confused you. with Finch or Fink. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the minute should be corrected to remove the word a uh, before her name. Uh, or any other thing that any member has seen in the minutes that might need correction? One small correction, my name is misspelled. Thank you. So if it can be just, it's in a lot of places. So. Oh, we can fix that. And you know, I didn't even notice that, I apologize. It is, it is. I'm used to it. <laughs> okay. So those are administrative changes and when you're direct, with your direction, I can make that edit. All right. Um, so is there a uh, motion to uh, approve the minutes as uh, corrected? I'll make the motion. Second? Well, um, I was going to make a motion, but um, oh, you? Go ahead. I thought we had approved the mayor's percentage, and Good. I don't see that on here. Do you? It, uh, as I saw in the minutes, it just simply uh, says, generally speaking, what we addressed. It doesn't... Uh, uh, indicate what actions we took. Um, well, I thought the action is supposed to be on there. Uh, did we adopt the resolution? We did not adopt the resolution. However, we unanimously adopted uh, two two figures: uh, one for the mayor's salary and Correct. one for the council for the council member's sa salary, subject to being revisited after getting additional information. Should that be in the minutes? Correct. You did uh -huh. take action to do that. So action. Right. Uh, and actually, uh, that's a good point, uh, Deborah. That this uh, this uh, 
action shows that, uh, excuse me, the draft shows. What page are we on? I'm not mistaken, though. I thought we did take in action and give some increase to council, and then we, we brought did. it back for to have the opportunity to give them an additional compensation. But we did actually but, adopt <clears throat> something for both parties that night. But we also talk about the mayor, too. Yeah. And we already got that. I don't see the percentage on here. So I believe we did adopt a resolution adopting the mayor's total adjustment and right. the initial adjustment for council. Absolutely. So. But it's I, not on there, the percentage. The percentage isn't, but the resolution, it's in the language of the resolution, and this approved the resolution. It, uh, under um, item six, it says annual review of compensation. It says right. reviewed and adopted a resolution establishing compensation and benefits for the mayor and city council members and directed staff to return with a survey of council member workload. That probably generally covers it, but it's not very specific. It sure is. And, and um, may I ask our... Um, HR director or, or Mr. Mr. Martinez, do you want to clarify? Yeah, I can clarify slightly. Uh, it probably should have, if you, if you look on page, well, it's not a page, but it's uh, the resolution covering compensation for the mayor, uh -huh. uh, where it has the percentage. See the very first page, Article 1, it talks about the annual salary of the mayor shall be adjusted blank percentage. The mayor's annual salary shall be, current salary is 136000 so what Wendy, I believe, did is she increased it by 5%. Right. And so that's the new 5% salary. Only thing I was saying is that it should be in the minutes. That's what I was saying. Correct. I, I totally agree with you. And I think you could also even say that that should be filled in with 5%, mm -hmm. right? Right. Mm -hmm. In addition, the council members are also 5%. You do have the correct 5% The council member salary. was not 5%, though. We was coming back. We only did how much no we did the, we did the mayor and then we did the council right. and then we realized that there were other issues with council because of the part-time full-time so we adopted both but then we came back to determine if additional compensation but we also, for but council. We also gave uh, the mayor five percent but we gave the council member a percentage also and then we was going to come back right and right. the percentages are not on our correct the percentages are not but the raw new salary is in there the percentage should be on the minutes, though. I, I agree with and you. I, and I do not remember how, what the percentage was for council. Well, it's 5% uh, and then the figure. So perhaps could we, um, um, we could amend this by saying on action, uh, action reviewed and uh, did we, uh, we actually didn't formally adopt the resolution that was going to be filled in. Um, you did. You did adopt it. We adopt. If I remember, we adopted on the mayor the dollar amount, and then we were going to calculate what the percentage was because we settled on a dollar amount for the right. mayor. We did, and then we well, back. We're going to back into the percentage. But the percentage for the mayor was five percent, okay. and I do not recall the percentage for the council. It was five percent. Five percent. Correct. Which which this reflects. Councilman was not five percent because we supposed to come back and review it. It was five percent, uh, subject to being revisited after receiving additional information. Yes. So right. this should say that the action was reviewed and adopted a resolution establishing a uh, five percent increase in the mayor's salary mm -hmm. for a current salary of. One hundred and thirty-six thousand seven hundred eighty-nine dollars and eighty cents, and a five percent uh, increase in the annual salary of council members for a current salary of seventy-one thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars and forty-five cents, 
Mm. We also uh, adopted uh, the compensation for the members of boards and commissions. Right, that was a separate. And item. we agreed to the benefits staying as they were stated, so we didn't make any changes. We clarified that the agreement held the benefits on the, as on, they were. On the council, we thought I thought we had adopted uh, three percent, so they can go ahead and get a salary now, and it was coming back with two percent after we look at the uh, reviews. No, it was five percent subject to uh, revision of the for the council members yeah. as well as the mayor. Yeah, the specific revision was about part time versus full time because the five percent was increasing the the so-called part-time salary five, and then this was supposed to be to discuss, is that the right base or should they be loaded against a full-time salary, but which I thought is tonight. What I'm agenda. asking is, should be, it should be in the minutes, right? So I would, I would could, could agree. So, uh, Council, would it, be, would it be sufficient to say, uh, reviewed and adopted a resolution establishing uh, a 5% increase in the salary of the mayor uh, to $136,789.80 and a 5% increase in the annual salary of council members uh, for a current salary of $71,850.45. Correct. And uh, uh, and uh, adopted the uh, compensation for uh, members of city boards and commissions and directed staff to return with a survey of council member workload uh, for the uh, commission to consider in re-examining the salary and compensation of members of the city council the other board, than the mayor. Well, the boards and commissions was a separate resolution because right. if I recall Ms. Uh -huh. Director Quanda couldn't be on that. I don't remember. Us that was motion item five, and the mayor right. and council was six. There's You're right. I, I, I apologize. So I will uh, delete that and simply have the percentage increase, the salary, percentage increase in salary, and directed staff to return with a survey of council member workload in order to uh, revisit the salary and compensation of members of the city council other than the mayor. Accurate. That's right. Okay. I'll amend the motion with that language. We have a second of the amended motion. And then, uh, the other thing is, uh, we was going to be um, meeting on April the tenth, but we meeting April the third. Right, that's, but that's, but that that is accurate. What we did, uh, I was going to point that out in in the minutes. <laughs> it says April the tenth, but because of a mm -hmm. uh, change in schedules, we had to yeah. uh, change that. But so I don't think we have to address that because it's correct in the minutes. So uh, excluding that suggested change, because it's correct in the minutes, do we have it? Will you second? Uh, I will the, second it. All right. Um, I hope that's clear. Is that clear to the clerk to uh, amend the minutes? Yes, that is clear. We're going to amend the minutes on item number six to include uh, the percent and the salary and a clear direction of what we brought back to you today. Thank I you. Spell Tiffany name right. And we're going to spell Tiffany correctly. Yeah. All right. And... Um, all right, so we have a motion and second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Anyone opposed? Any abstention? Okay. Uh, so the motion uh, to uh, approve the minutes as corrected is uh, adopted and approved. All right.
And, I, and we, I will note, Deborah, you made a very good point. In the penultimate entry in that minutes, it says next meeting is April the 10th, 2019, which was an accurate reflection of what, what was selected at that meeting. But um, so if any member of the public is wondering why we're here on April the 3rd, not April 10th, <laughs> it's because there was a, a scheduling issue that required us to change the uh, date, and this was the date that everyone could uh, come. And by the way, the public, the public was timely informed of that change of date. Yes. Yes. Okay. So uh, the next item uh, on the agenda is the in the discussion calendar. Madam Clerk, would you please call that item? Item number two, um, the discussion calendar is review of the compensation of the mayor and city council members. Okay. And before we have a uh, presentation on this agenda item, I would like to provide some background, as I did at our last meeting, on the responsibility of the compensation uh, commission. You're turning it off. Oh, I just turned it off. Whoops. Okay. So um, Article 3, Section 29 of the City of Sacramento Charter, adopted by the voters in 2002, requires uh, it established this compensation commission, and it requires the commission to annually set compensation for the mayor and council members uh, that is reasonable and consistent with other cities similar in size and structure. And in my former job as a, a judge, uh, I and my colleagues often uh, were required to interpret and to apply uh, codes and enactments uh, similar to this or such as this. So in doing so, we applied uh, well-established standards of statutory uh, interpretation and the most fundamental of which is if an enactment is not ambiguous, uh, then the plain meaning of the words control and the words must be given their ordinary usual meaning construed in the context of the purpose, apparent purpose of the enactment. So applying these uh, well-established rules of interpretation to Article 3, Section 29 of the City of Sacramento Charter that says, quote, uh, well, it requires this commission to uh, annually set a compensation that is, quote, reasonable and consistent with other cities similar in size and, and structure, unquote. Um, it seems evident to me that, quote, reasonable, unquote, in the context of compensation commonly means, quote, logical, justified, supported, unquote. These are just definitions found in a, in a, in a dictionary. Uh, quote, consistent unquote, means, quote, <clears throat> in conformity with, in accord with. Similar commonly means nearly but not exactly the same as. Size in the context of Section 29 means population of a city. Structure commonly means, in this context, a uh, manner of organization and operation of the integral parts uh, of the whole, such as whether the work of the mayor or members of the other members of the city uh, council is full-time or part-time, how often the council meets, uh, whether council members also sit on city commissions or boards, uh, whether they have regular office time for constituents, uh, whether they uh, meet with constituents outside of office hours, whether they attend constituent events during the day or evening, uh, whether the local government includes a city manager, and other such factors. And uh, thus the test uh, 
as I see it, that we must apply that the measure, so to speak, is that the amount of compensation paid by the city of Sacramento to its mayor and council members must be logical and in conformity with the compensation that other cities nearly the same in size, uh, size in nearly the same in population and structure of their city councils pay to their mayors and council members. And at this uh, commission's meeting on February 13th, 2019, we applied this test and we identified nine cities similar to Sacramento in the size of their populations and in the structure and manager, manner in which the council, city councils operate. And after setting uh, the compensation for public members of city boards and commissions, we examined the salary paid to mayors of those nine other cities, compared those figures with the salary paid to the mayor of Sacramento, and set the mayor's salary at a figure we found will make his compensation, quote, reasonable and consistent with that of mayors of other cities similar in size and structure. Next, we examined the salary paid to council members uh, of those cities, compared those figures with the salary paid to council members of Sacramento, selected a salary that we concluded based on the information before us on February 13th, uh, makes the council members' compensation, quote, reasonable and consistent with other cities similar in size and structure, unquote. We then asked staff to provide this commission with additional information about the work of council members other than the mayor needed uh, for this commission to revisit what salary would make their compensation comply with the requirement of Article 3, Section 29 of the City of Sacramento Charter. And a significant uh, question that was raised at our February 13th meeting uh, was whether the work of uh, Sacramento's council members is the equivalent of a full-time position or whether they work part-time in performing their duties. And uh, staff has provided in this, uh, in this packet, agenda packet, provided the additional information we requested, and that information was published in the city's website and given to the members of the committee on March 28, uh, 2019. So we now will consider that additional information, uh, re-examine the issue of uh, compensation paid to uh, city council members other than the mayor, and make a final determination of what compensation of those council members this fiscal year complies with Article 3, Section 29 of the City of Sacramento Charter. And to this end, we invite uh, staff to make its presentation on this agenda item. And uh, if the human resources folks would please step forward. And please, I want to note um, also that um, the members of this commission are going to reserve uh, any questions of these presenters until after we uh, hear any public comments so that, in fairness to the public, uh, if anyone uh, makes a comment, uh, we can consider their comments uh, in asking questions of the uh, presenters and then discussing the items. So um, thank you. Great. Uh, good evening. My name is Sally Lee, a Human Resources Manager, HR Department. And with me here is Shelly Binks-Robinson, Human Resources Director. Uh, that was a very nice summary, so thank you very much. Um, uh, like uh, you stated, uh, you know, at the last meeting, we were instructed to 
uh, survey the city council and to ask additional questions regarding their workload. Um, I think that resulted in 13 questions, and I believe we had uh, responses from four council members, and their survey responses are in your packet. Uh, and we're here to answer any questions that you might have about that process or about uh, the survey itself. Thank you very much. And um, we are going to ask, we are, before we uh, ask you any questions, um, we uh, would uh, ask also that uh, the, the uh, city attorney's office uh, has a presentation, I believe, on, um, it's not in our packet, but um, would you mind uh, presenting that to us now, Gus? Oh, and by the way, I'm sorry, did we, uh, did we have any public comment on this? We did not have public comment on this item. Okay, thank you. Go ahead. Good evening, members of the Compensation Commission. Chair Scotland, uh, my name is Gus Martinez. I'm a supervising deputy city attorney at the city attorney's office. Uh, you're being handed out a 2010 strong mayor plan it's a slide of a comparison with selected cities. I thought this would be helpful for your understanding of what the voters were considering in 2010. They rejected the strong mayor initiative at that time, actually in 2014, uh, in, in Measure L. But this was the discussion that was happening uh, at the time. And it can give you some perspective on what other cities do in their form of government and what our city does in comparison. So. I'll start off uh, with slide uh, three and just move quickly through this. It's very self-explanatory. The cities that we compared, uh, LA, San Diego, San Francisco, Fresno, uh, and Oakland have strong mayor form of governments. Uh, we compared it to Sacramento, which has a council manager form of government. The populations are all over the place, but this is for perspective only. Uh, slide four, page four, executive duties. This is what our current charter, and it is current to today, our city manager is identified as the chief executive officer. He handles the day-to-day -day activities of the city. Uh, the city council retains contracting authority, and the city manager has a duty to keep the council informed, and the mayor may inform the city of changes in policy or programs, but neither is required to present a formal public state of the city address. Under a strong mayor plan, and one that was proposed here, the mayor becomes the chief's executive officer. Uh, the mayor is required to do a state of the city address. And the mayor, uh, at times, has contracting authority, although in the plan, in this case, in Sacramento, that was not the proposal. Slide six uh, kind of gives you just a, a, a visual of what I just said. Um, in, in, in strong mayor forms of government. As you can see, Sacramento is, does not have the mayor as a chief executive officer. Slide seven, uh, the mayor is required to present a periodic statement regarding the state of the city. LA, San Diego has that. San Francisco, Fresno does not. Oakland, yes. And Sacramento currently does not. Slide uh, eight, contracting authority. Uh, this is where someone executes a contract, an individual. As you can see in strong mayor forms of government, LA, San Diego, those mayors have very strong authority to execute contracts. Uh, other cities, like the city of Sacramento, does not. The city manager executes contracts. 
when uh, anything over $100,000, for example, has to be approved by the council but directs the city manager to execute them. Council meetings, current city charter, uh, mayor is the presiding officer of the city council. Um, annually, one member is selected as the vice mayor. A uh, mayor is a full member of city council with right to participate and vote. And the city manager has a right to participate but not vote. Slide 10, in a strong mayor form of government, the mayor is completely separated from the city council. The city council elects a council president. The council president assumes the mayor's role in case of mayoral vacancy. Uh, the mayor may not participate or vote at city council meetings. And the mayor uh, would participate in but not vote during closed sessions. So the city manager's role at city council uh, remains the same under strong mayor plan as here. Table 5, uh, page 11, uh, kind of just gives you again the, um, the visual of what I just said. Uh, slide 12, mayor's participation at council meetings. Does the mayor have the right to participate at council meetings in L.A.? No. Completely separated. San Diego, yes. San Francisco, yes. Fresno, Oakland, no. And in Sacramento, currently, the mayor does participate because he is uh, another member of the council. He's not a strong mayor. Uh, city manager participation, this is slide 13, at council meetings. Does the city manager have the right to participate at council meetings? Uh, the answer is yes for most of them, including here at the city of Sacramento. Uh, appointment and removal powers. This is very important. The city council appoints the city manager under the city charter here in Sacramento. Uh, all such officers are appointed by majority vote of the city council. Uh, city clerk, city treasurer, city manager are all appointed uh, by, the, uh, by the city council. Uh, <clears throat> and the city manager runs the city. Chief executive officer under slide 15, he appoints and removes subordinate officers. Um, uh, city employees are appointed and removed by the respective appointing authority. For example, city attorney's office is a separate uh, <coughs> charter officer and city clerk. Board and commission members are appointed by the mayor with concurrence of city council. So this kind of gives you an idea of how involved the city council is in a city council form of government versus a strong mayor form of government where the council members are less involved. Um, Appointment removal powers in a strong mayor plan. The mayor appoints all this, the city manager. Uh, the city manager serves at the pleasure of the mayor. Here, the city manager serves at the pleasure of the council. Uh, all other appointment removal powers remain the same as in the current uh, charter for this strong mayor plan. So the table 17, page 17, the slide gives you a, a visual of the appointment of the city manager, which is very important in a strong mayor form of government. <coughs> removal of the city manager. Table 11, does the mayor have the unilateral authority to remove in L.A.? No. San Diego, yes. Fresno, yes. Oakland, yes. Sacramento, currently no. But the proposal was to allow the, the mayor in, in the initiative uh, to have the removal power of a city manager. Um, currently, that's not the case. Does the mayor appoint, appoint remove department heads in slide 19? This gives you a visual of that. The budget. Uh, slide 20, uh, current city charter, city manager is responsible for preparation and presentation of the budget. Um, at a public hearing, the city council, of which the mayor is a, a member, adopts the budget uh, a resolution. In slide 21, as you can see, in a strong mayor, the opposite they is adopt, the case. They could disagree. I take it they could disagree. Correct. And require other 
Correct. They could disagree and require the city manager, well, in the, in the city manager form of government to come up with a new right. uh, budget. Uh, in the strong mayor form of government, the mayor uh, presents the budget. Uh, the council adopts and can amend the budget or can veto the budget. So you have more of a U.S. kind of congressional role where you have veto power by the chief executive. Here in Sacramento, that's not the case. That's slide 22 on the uh, veto powers of the mayor in a strong mayor form of government. Slide 23 gives you a, a visual of the mayor proposing the budget and what cities, as you can see, a strong mayor form of government, yes, for those mayors in the city council here currently, no. It's the council members that have to hold these hearings, and they're much longer hearings that you can imagine during budget resolution time, whereas uh, with an independent separate mayor, the mayor just basically says this is the budget. Take it or leave it or we'll amend it, but this is the way it goes. So those council members have less input into that budget, uh, maybe on the margins, but it's the mayor's budget in strong mayor form of government. Here, that's not the case. This is the council's budget. They all have to approve. They have to get along. They have to come up with a budget. That's uh, slide 24. Uh, the mayor's a member of the city council, same power, no veto power. Slide 25, strong mayor has veto power. The mayor can veto ordinances in a strong mayor form of government. Um, in city council, that's not the case. Uh, table 15, um, page 26, the veto power. Uh, what is the scope of the mayor's veto power? LA, as you can see, all the strong mayor cities, have they can veto ordinances, they can veto resolutions, and they can veto budgets that are proposed by the council um, or identity or certain certain subparts of budgets. Uh, Sacramento, that's not the case currently. So the proposal was to amend the charter to allow the, the mayor to have those powers. Term limits, slide 27, no term limits currently in the city charter. Um, and table 20, page 28, um, in other cities, the strong mayor is limited to certain terms. As you might understand, you don't want a strong mayor um, serving unlimited terms. Here in the city of Sacramento, under our form of government, you have unlimited terms from both the mayor and council. I think that's a recognition that that individual does not have enough, that individual council member does not have as much power as a strong mayor would in a strong mayor form of government. So table 21 and page 29 shows you the, uh, the visual of terms and, um, and uh, unlimited terms versus uh, narrow terms, two, three, four. So in summary, at page 30, mayor's position in a strong mayor form of government is the chief executive officer. <clears throat> mayor's power to prepare and present the budget. Mayor has the power to appoint the city manager in these strong form of governments. And the creation of a council president position. So that's basically who chairs the council uh, because the mayor doesn't show up at council meetings. Mayor veto and uh, possible li term limits under this proposal. So this proposal at the time was, uh, was rejected by the voters. So in 2014, the voters wanted to maintain our current council form of government. If you have any questions on that, feel free to answer anything. Thank you for that background. Helpful. Sure. I have one question. Sure. Would this be going up again for the voters? Uh, well, the, 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 the voters may have uh, the power to bring an initiative forward, and then we would, assuming it got the necessary votes, uh, vote on it, and uh, it may be considered again. 
All right, thank you very much. Now, we've had the presentations again. This would be the time for public comment, but there has been no request for public comment. Okay. So, so this is a time for uh, the members of this commission to um, discuss the agenda item, ask the presenters any questions that they might have, uh, and take whatever action we deem uh, necessary to comply with the city uh, charter. And if it's okay uh, with the other commission members, I would like to begin by raising a few points uh, regarding the documents that are included in the agenda package uh, for this meeting. Is that okay? So uh, the first uh, point I wanted to make is I noticed that the list of comparable cities included in the agenda items includes the city of Riverside. And uh, however, at our February 13th meeting, we did not include Riverside in our analysis of comparable cities. And this is evident from our discussion of the handout that I prepared uh, and a copy of which went into the, the record of the meeting. And, uh, a, uh, and the handout that this uh, commission used in deciding what our cities comparable to Sacramento for the purpose of choosing compensation reasonable consistent with salaries paid to council members of other cities similar in size and structure and that's required by Article 3, Section 29. And uh, omitting Riverside was inadvertent in my handout. Uh, that's my fault. That's not your fault. Uh, in any event, in my view, if we had discussed Riverside, we would have lim uh, eliminated it as a comparable city uh, for purposes of Article 3, Section 29 for the following reasons. Um, in deciding what cities to include in the comparable city list, we eliminated Los Angeles because of the great disparity in population significantly different than Sacramento. We also eliminated Bakersfield, Anaheim, and Santa Ana because their city council governing bodies are part-time mm -hmm. and not similar to Sacramento in the manner of organization and operation of their respective governing bodies. And similarly, Riverside is significantly smaller than Sacramento in terms of population. It's about one-third uh, the size of Sacramento, there are about 174,000 plus fewer residents. And the materials we considered at our February 13th meeting showed that, like Bakersfield, Anaheim, and Santa Ana, the city council of Riverside is structured part-time. And it is different than uh, Sacramento in terms of uh, how often uh, Riverside's uh, City Council meets monthly throughout the year. For example, they only meet twice uh, during uh, twice a month during July and August. And also, the uh, Riverside's wards that are like our districts, but the wards are significant have significantly fewer residents uh, than do Sacramento's council districts. Um, in Riverside, there are about forty-five thousand. Population in their wards uh, in Sacramento there's 55,000 to 60,000. So that means there's uh, far fewer constituents per council member. So uh, in sum, when you go back and uh, and look at our our uh, and I looked at the video too, our, our compensation analysis was focused on Sacramento and the nine other com comparable cities, not including Riverside. So I, I want to first open this up for discussion and uh, see if others, if that's the way others recall it, and if other, others agree, then perhaps a motion to formally delete 
uh, Riverside from the uh, list of comparable cities. So um, does any other member of the commission have any thoughts in that regard? It is because we're reviewing comparable studies. That's, this is all part of the review of comparable studies. Has to, the question was, is that on the agenda? And it is because um, in order to determine the appropriate compensation, uh, you have to look at what the comparable cities are. And uh, so uh, the, I think it's uh, essential that that is uh, part of our task. Um, unless uh, we have any contrary... Would you agree with that, Mr. I, I agree with you, okay. Chair. Does anyone else have any thoughts on, regard, <clears throat> on whether um, Riverside is comparable or, sh or we, whether we should uh, remove that from the list of comparable cities? I think we should remove it because that's what we did before. Before we remove it, can we confirm that all the cities left are full-time? Because I didn't believe we only removed part-time cities. That's no, there is one. There is one city. I think it's Oakland that's part. Yeah. <clears throat> mm -hmm. um, would uh, anyone uh, like to make a motion to formally delete Riverside from the list of comparable cities? I make a motion to delete, formally delete Riverside. Riverside. Uh, any second? I'll second that. All right. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Anyone opposed? Any abstention? Okay. Um, then could uh, we have the uh, that reflected that we're now deciding this issue on the uh, the other nine comparable cities in Sacramento? <clears throat> the next point I raise um, regarding the agenda materials is that the compensation comparison tables in the agenda packet uh, list the last reported salary of the mayor of Sacramento was one hundred thirty thousand seven two two hundred seventy six dollars. However, as shown on the video archive and as just discussed when we were talking about the, the minutes, that uh, at our February 13th meeting, uh, we unanimously voted to set the salary of the mayor at $136,790 and change. And that, if anybody is interested in looking back at that media, uh, video, it starts, that discussion starts at one hour, 29 minutes and 48 seconds, with the main part of it at one hour, 31 minutes, 7 seconds, uh, going through 1 hour, 35 uh, minutes, 32 seconds. And this uh, put the mayor of Sacramento's salary sixth out of comparable cities, uh, making the mayor's salary plus the miscellaneous allowances fifth out of comparable cities. And as uh, we noticed, the... the uh, that action is uh, regarding mayor salaries reflected in Article 2 of the draft resolution uh, that we're going to be uh, formally uh, addressing today. Similarly, the uh, compensation uh, comparison tables in the agenda package list the last reported salary of Sacramento Council members as uh, 68429 which it was before our, our last meeting, but as shown, uh, on the video uh, archive of our February 13th meeting, this commission unanimously voted to set the salary of the city council members at uh, increasing at 5% at $71,850. Subject to uh, reconsideration after we received additional information we requested regarding whether the work of uh, council members is the equivalent of full-time 
position. And that can be found on the video at 1 hour 47 minutes 16 seconds through uh, two, hours, uh, 2 hours 15 minutes and 10 seconds with the uh, main focus at uh, 2 hours 14 minutes 16 seconds through 2 hours 15 minutes 10 seconds. And that increase put the uh, Sacramento Council members' salary eighth out of the 10 comparable cities and it made their salary plus miscellaneous allowances still just eighth out of comparable cities. And um, that action is reflected in uh, Article 2 of the draft resolution before us in this agenda. And as I indicated, uh, we also, on the 13th, we also set uh, the compensation for public members of city boards and commissions. So the only issue uh, before us this evening is whether, based on the additional information we requested and have provided, and based upon the comparable cities that we have selected, uh, whether we should increase the salary of uh, Sacramento's council members beyond what we increased it uh, on February 13th? And if so, what salary uh, should be to make their compensation comply with the requirements of Article 3, Section 29 of the City of Sacramento Charter? And uh, in this regard, if I may, uh, I just have a, a, a couple questions. Um, for the presenters, but primarily for our human resources uh, folks. Um, I'm looking at the resolution, and um, the term uh, in, in, the, in the handout, you have the term miscellaneous allowances. You have salary and miscellaneous allowances. And what does the term miscellaneous allowances encompass? It appears to be that that encompasses transportation and technology. Is that, is that accurate? Okay, and that's all that's covered by miscellaneous allowances, is that yes. right? Yes. And what, what is encompassed within, and, and what, by the way, is that consistent with the uh, allowances that they've had prior to us taking, has that been a longstanding allowance? Yes. Okay, so there's, there, there's no, that's no, not a change in any allowance that's being made. No, uh, the only change you made in the last resolution was to the health benefits. Okay. And um, going back to these, uh, these allowances, transportation, um, what, what does that encompass? It just it's uh, instead of getting mileage reimbursement or anything for their car use. Would that also, if they're attending, uh, they're going to another city to examine something or whatever, that would be encompassed within that? If, yeah, if they drive. But it's, if it's a, so there's a policy that if you, travel outside of 25 miles that you could get reimbursed for travel. Okay. Um, I, I don't work in the mayor council office, so I don't know if they submit reimbursements, but um, maybe the city clerk would have. I don't believe they do submit reimbursements for any travel whatsoever. Okay. Unless it's train, flight, those types of travel. Okay. So if it's automobile travel, they would, um, their, uh, their allowance covers that. Okay. okay. Um, and then, um, are there any other, do any other commissioners have any questions of the, uh, center? Before we, um, before we, uh, discuss, uh, I just wanted to indicate that, um, as noted earlier, uh, when on February 13th, we asked for additional information to revisit and select, 
the salary for council members to make the salary comply with uh, Section 29. Um, the primary question we had was whether uh, the work of Sacramento's council members other than the mayor is the equivalent of a full-time position or whether they work part-time in performing their duties. And by the way, the city charter says the work of the mayor is a full-time position. It does not say anything about the council members. So our question was, uh, is the work of a council member other than the mayor the equivalent of a full-time position? And uh, at our February 13th meeting, we received uh, the following information uh, on this question. And so I have it accurately. I want to read from some notes that I compiled while uh, watching the video. And uh, so first, in presenting a summary of the history and scope of the Compensation Commission, uh, Supervising Deputy uh, City Attorney Gustavo Martinez explained, although Measure S that created a full-time mayor was silent on whether council members are full-time, it did not imply that they are part-time. Thus, council members should not be paid less simply because they are not characterized as full-time. Instead, and I'm, these are the words that he said, instead the Compensation Commission's obligation is to independently evaluate what council members do and the amount of work and time they devote to their positions and then arrive at a compensation level that is reasonable and consistent with the salaries of council members in comparable cities in size and government structure. And that, you can find that on the archive video starting at 15 minutes and 29 seconds. Mr. Martinez also told us that the Charter Review Committee in 2009 noted that, quote, responsibilities of council members are inescapably full-time while ac activities realistically vary. As elected officials serving in local government, the level of government closest to the people, City council members are expected to be knowledgeable and active in a wide array of governmental and public service activities. Council members' service requires substantial time to attend community functions, meet with officials of surrounding local agencies, maintain contacts with state and federal elected officials, and be accessible to city staff, concerned residents, and responsible shareholders in their city hall officers. On any given day, a council member can easily be expected to attend meetings and functions beginning before breakfast and ending well after the dinner hour. In fact, the time devoted to these activities is the measure many voters use to rate the quality of their own elected officials' service." Unquote. So accordingly, the uh, Sacramento Charter Review Committee recommended that if the charter were to be amended, uh, council members other than the mayor, should also be identified as full-time council members. Is that a correct, Mr. Martinez? Okay. And in response to uh, my question, uh, or a, I should say, well, it was my question, to Mr. Martinez, uh, who for many years has attended uh, Compensation Commission meetings and also has observed the many various uh, functions performed by council members, um, uh, he, uh, I asked him a question. He, he responded that he could not speak for the city attorney's office, but when asked his personal opinion, not as a lawyer but as a participant in city government, whether uh, city council members are in effect uh, work the equivalent of full-time employment, uh, he, he said that uh, uh, 
Uh, the work done by council members on a day-to-day -day basis is the equivalent of full-time duties. He also noted that the demands of council members uh, have increased substantially as the city has grown in population and geographic size. Um, following her presentation on comparable cities, Kauf and Associates represented, this was the consultant that provided the material, uh, Monica Gar Garrison Rich, Reich, excuse me, was asked whether uh, the information acquired by the consultant shows that the work of council members is the equivalent of full-time employment. She did not directly answer the question, but said that having gathered uh, all the comparative information and spoken uh, to all the agencies working with the city clerk's offices to identify how they operate, it appeared to her that the expectations and degree of board responsibility of Sacramento's council members, quote, seem to be very much on the higher side, unquote, and that in her words, their, quote, level of work is different and what I would be thinking in a larger scale of responsibility. That's Sacramento City Council members. And you can see that on the archive video starting at uh, 48 minutes and 54 seconds. And in response to a question from the McChristian, uh, the City of Sacramento's Human Resources Director, Shelley Banks Robertson, stated that, Setting salaries for any job classification does not take into account any other income or job a person has. Salary is based only on the work the person does and the person's capacity, in other words, meaning the person's position in uh, state and city government. And that can be found at the, on the video at uh, 1 hour 13 minutes 30 seconds and again at 1 hour 42 minutes and 40 seconds. And in addition, we now have in this uh, agenda package responses from council members to detailed questions uh, posed in a survey prepared by the clerk at the request of this commission. Um, it is uh, disappointing to me that only four of the uh, council members, eight council members responded to the question, but nevertheless, um, this doesn't undermine the information provided by the four who answered the questions. And uh, all of their questions um, are in, and their answers, all the questions and answers are in the agenda package provided to us and to the public. Uh, and I want to highlight just a few. Okay. Um, as to how many days in a typical week they fulfill duties as council member, uh, they, uh, they replied six to seven days a week. Uh, as to how many hours in a typical week they devote to council member duties, their responses are, one said 40, another said 48, another said 50 to 60, another said 60, with three reporting they typically work on such duties until well after 5 p.m., indeed up to 9 or 10 p.m. All reported that, working a, uh, that they worked a, a significant number of hours on weekends performing council member tasks, and when asked what impact, if any, the salary of a council member might have on a person's interest and ability to serve as a council member, one replied, quote, it would be helpful to have full-time salary to better manage time and devote full attention to council duties. Part-time pay with full-time duties is a major detriment to individual health and ability to serve, uh, to fully serve city responsibilities, unquote. Another said, quote, uh, the current salary of a council member requires most council members to have another source of income. An appropriate salary would enable more time during the day to meet with our employees in preparation and responding to constituent needs. 
The job is very demanding, so early morning and evening meetings, calls, and site visits are required to be effective and meet my family obligations, unquote. A third council member said, quote, full-time pay will make this position more attractive to quality individuals who will devote the time that the job requires. This will possibly lead to more turnover in elections and more competitive elections, unquote. Um, those three also commented on the important decisions they must make and the demanding nature of their duties as council members, including making themselves available to constituents and addressing, as one phrased it, the, quote, intensity of the duties of council and the impact of a modern work life, which included 24-hour schedules with emails, texts, social media, and the need to engage on continuous impact of homelessness, public safety, and neighborhood concerns that don't confine themselves to a normal work day. Um, that's, the, uh, that's what we have before us. Uh, there, are, there may be some other additional information. There are no, any, no public comments. So uh, with this background, I think it's time for us to discuss uh, the question raised at our February 13th meeting, and that is um, whether the work of um, Sacramento's council members uh, is the equivalent of a full-time position. So I appreciate all the background. I think the questions were helpful. I know when we talked about what they do, there was the question and I had asked the clerk to give the commissions or the mayoral appointment roster because one of the questions was how comparable is the mayor's duties to council members? And so when you look at it, of the council members, five of the sitting council members are actually on more boards and commissions than the mayor and the sixth is only behind by one. So I think that's just interesting to look at. Is it? I was looking at is it equal, is it lopsided? Um, I know, you know, there's different ways to look at it. We talked about strong mayor, and in a strong mayor, the strong mayor is the central point in a council government. It's not. In some ways, it can be flipped. Having worked for cities in the past, you can actually see the mayor represents everyone, but the council member is more beholden to their district, so they get more calls for the smaller things than the mayor may get. So it, it can actually be lopsided, where the council member gets more of the day-to-day, -day, like how do I do fill in the blank or how do I get to whatever than the mayor may. To me, the big question was looking at, last time we looked at where the council members ranked among themselves and where the mayor ranked among themselves, but I went back while we did the math and looked at what's the parity between the cities from council member to mayor? Because it's not actually the same as it's listed. So while council might only be you know, second from the bot might be second from the bottom in the mayor's fifth. I wanted to look at well, what are the proportions of each of those cities of how much they pay council and how much they pay the mayor? Um, what I found was that Long Beach, Oakland, San Francisco, and Fresno are below the percentage. So there's the discrepancy between council and mayor is larger. However, if you think about San Francisco, and it's a, a lot of them are strong mayor, so they're a full-time mayor who's doing the city executive position, which it would make sense that it's a much stronger job. However, when you look at the cities who are above Sacramento, they're Seattle, San Diego, Denver, San Jose, and Portland, and you look at the balance there, um, and particularly looking at Portland, it's much more comparable, but the spread for the cities above are between 24 to 36.9% more, meaning for Seattle, the Seattle council member makes 89.4% of the mayor. 
San Diego's at 92.2, Denver's at 89.3, San Jose is at 74.4, and Portland's at 76.5. So if we, it, I think it becomes a question of where do we see them work-wise, because even at Portland, at the bottom of that list, the discrepancy between council and mayor is 50, they only get 52% of the mayor. So I think for me, that's the big question is, okay, Portland's the next one over, and they're at 70, basically 75% of the mayor's salary, which that alone is a huge delta. So the question is, do we think that there's that much more difference in the workload for like a Portland council member versus the mayor than there is here? And I'm curious for your, for where you guys see the results to the feedback, but based on the feedback, it looks like the council members are working pretty full time. So it really calls to question the fact that the 50% of the mayor's salary it makes me question if that's correct, looking at where everyone else is in proportion and the fact that most cities give their council member a higher percentage of the mayor's salary. Um, any thoughts by other council members in, in terms of the question of whether the work of a council member in Sacramento is the equivalent of a full-time position? I always thought they was full-time, even though we call them part-time. I have no questions. I always look at these things that so you've got to look at the evidence and um, you uh, and it seems to me uh, inescapable that based on the evidence before us that the work of the uh, council is full-time we've had no all all the quote evidence is that it is we've had no contrary evidence we haven't any had any member of the public come in to say no and express their experience um, uh, everything that all the, all the things that I summarized that we heard at the last meeting, coupled now with the survey uh, results, I think at least to my mind, leads to the inescapable conclusion that the work of the council members is full time. I have a question for HR, just to clarify, make sure. So last time we had, obviously we took two actions. There's the mayor and the council members. And so looking at this and knowing it's not only a annual salary adjustment where you might think someone moves within a range or a COLA, but it's a compensation uh, study, which means you're looking to reposition or repeg a position within a class, which from what I've done in the past, it's not looking at is it an annual 5% increase, but is the target-based salary actually in the right place. I, am I correct in thinking, so the mayor, the question it seems at hand, we all kind of agree that he's in the right place because it's full-time, so then it really seemed as it was much more of a where did the council, or what was the annual increase, and I know we talked to HR about kind of where did the bargaining units get a COLA plus potentially a performance increase. Would it be fair to say that because this is a compensation issue and a more of a positioning for council that the idea that it could be very different than the mayor if the mayor got the five that we're actually resetting the base for council that it wouldn't be uncommon to see larger jumps similar to what you might do when you're surveying city staff where you will have certain positions that based on the economy like in IT they see much larger jumps than other classifications based on the market or the work class based on a study of you know whether it's retention or just salary in general Yes, we do on occasion have very large increases for some classes. Because in my mind, I think that's what we're looking at tonight is it's separating off what is the normal that the normal staff got, which is I know part of the discussion we had last time and keeping it in line. But for me, looking at what is the right place to pay, 
to peg council at so that when we come back in subsequent years, we have them in the right place to even talk about the annual increase. And I think that for that question, we really have to turn to what the city charter says. And uh, so, uh, and I think we're going to address that in a minute, and that's a good point. What I'd, what I'd like to see, just so it's clear to everyone, um, uh, could we have a, a, a motion uh, to uh, uh, make a finding that the work of a Sacramento City Council member is full-time for um, purposes of a of compensation? I'll go ahead and make that motion, and I also just wanted to add to the uh, comments that have made previously that I also agree that um, based on the information we've received from the uh, survey of the city council members, that it seems pretty obvious that they work at least full-time, um, or what we consider full-time, and seems like any work like 60 hours a week. Um, so. Um, I agree with the rest of the commission that yes, I, um, I, it seems pretty obvious that they are full time. So there's a motion for the commission to make a finding that the work of uh, council members of the city of Sacramento is full time. Do we have a second? Second. Uh, any discussion? Further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. Anyone opposed? Any abstentions? Okay, that uh, we've uh, made that finding. And we'll consider that finding now when we turn to the next step, and that is uh, what, what uh, the question is, what the salary for a full-time position, for the full-time position of a council member must be, must be to comply with the requirement of Article 3, Section 29 of the City of Sacramento Charter that their compensation be, quote, reasonable and consistent with bracket that of council members of other cities similar in size and structure. And um, like I did last time, I have a, um, a handout that I would like to uh, provide that we can discuss. And uh, what have I done with it here? Oh, here we go. And I've given one to the city clerk uh, let me uh, provide you, it to you as well. And this is just uh, something that, you know, I found helpful to um, address this issue, and um, hopefully you might find it uh, helpful as well. And if I could kind of just explain a little bit uh, of, of what I've done here is that um, uh, you have a sal salary and allowances. So I've laid it out by by city, along with their council structure. The first figure, for example, Seattle, is 129685 for a council member, and then with allowances in the bracket is 131685 So the first figure on that column next to all the cities is salary. The second figure is salary press allowances. The structure is then laid out um, here on the right. Uh, because we hadn't acted I, uh, under Sacramento, I have a question, full-time or part-time? Well, we've just determined it's full-time. And right now, uh, Sacramento uh, council members are eight out of 10 comparable cities with part-time Oakland higher. And um, as, as indicated, the, uh, 
on the 13th, uh, February 13th, we approved a 5% raise to um, 71850, which is 52.5% uh, less than the mayor. Um, it's also, uh, if you look at the, the differential between other cities, between the mayor and the uh, council members, you can see on the other cities the, the differences. Uh, only um, three of them are, uh, are a greater uh, difference, and then uh, most of them are a smaller distance. So then, um, again, looking what the what the what the um, what the city charter says is we have to select a reasonable compensation consistent with the compensation of other cities similar in size and structure. So. I selected some options. So for example, uh, San Diego. Um, if we matched the uh, compensation of a council member in uh, San Diego at $90,082, um, that would be a 31.6% a, a raise. Uh, and uh, it would, uh, in, in that particular case, uh, it, uh, there's the same governing structure, council city manager, committees, weekly council members. Uh, the population's larger, um, but uh, this would put uh, the, uh, this would tie uh, Sacramento for seven out of 10 comparable cities in salary and six out of 10 comparable cities for, with salary and allowances. I just have one question. When you looked at it, you looked only at the dollar amount, not at the com the relationship between council and mayor, correct? Correct. Because in San Diego, I just wanted to note, their mayor only makes $97,000. So while they're at 90%, there's only a $7,000 difference. So I didn't know. I just wanted to clarify where that's at because... Yeah. I, only, I only looked at salary and allowances for council members and, and not, not the mayor. Because as I see it, we need to look to what the council members of other, of other cities make. Uh, another option would be uh, matching Denver at uh, 91,915. Uh, that would be a 34.3% uh, raise. Um, the, uh, and the 20, actually a 27, that's from the original uh, salary before we raised it, or a 27% uh, raise from the one, 27.9 from our 213 meeting. The Denver structure, uh, mayor, council, committees, weekly, Sacramento, um, has a city manager that's slightly different than, uh, than the um, Denver, although the evidence, the, the information we received is in a, um, uh, is that there's a, a lot of work nevertheless concerning the uh, council members. Um, Denver population, you know, similar to Sacramento's population, a little bit larger. Um, the uh, the uh, differential is, is uh, uh, it would be 32.8% uh, less than mayor salary rather than the existing 52% less. And that would tie uh, Sacramento council members uh, for six out of ten comparable cities in salary and uh, six out of ten comparable cities with salary and allowances. Um, if we matched um, Oakland, 
at 92,000. That would be a 34.4% uh, raise from the original salary that, uh, prior to our meeting on, on the 13th and 28% um, above that. Uh, Oakland's part-time. It's a mayor, council, boards, uh, three a month. I mean, Sacramento's full-time, uh, et cetera, as, as is laid out in this. Uh, the population of Oakland is a little smaller than Sacramento. Uh, the differential between the mayor and council uh, member, it, uh, it would be, uh, if we adopted that 92,000, it would be 32.7 less than the mayor's salary rather than the prior 52.5% less. That would tie uh, Sacramento's council members uh, fifth out of 10 comparable cities in salary, and it would be sixth out of 10 comparable cities with salary and allowances. Uh, another option would be to match uh, San Jose, uh, 99,274. Um, that would be a 45.1% uh, raise from uh, the salary that existed before our last meeting. It would be a 38% raise over our last meeting's raise. Um, the, uh, very similar in terms of um, full-time council in San Jose, council city manager committees. Um, the uh, differential would be between the mayor and city council members would be 29% uh, less rather than the prior 52.5% less. That would tie Sacramento's council members with four out of 10 comparable cities in salary and four out of 10 in allowances. So um, that, uh, that's that's not saying we'd have to select any one of those numbers. We could select something in between, but that's just kind of a, I think, a way to look at it and see where we go from there. Um, any 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 comments? For what it's worth, I took your schedule at the top and I crossed out the part time. So if you do that, obviously Sacramento is at the bottom. Um, I looked at Oakland, but because it's part time, I actually crossed it off the list because. They only meet three times a month mm -hmm. looking at how it is. So then I looked at really what's left, and it ranges from Sacramento, and then you have San Diego, which is on the low end, to Seattle. But I really, instead of having Oakland, I really looked at Portland, too, which is their council's at 110. I'm not, just as the other one to throw in there, just knowing that the council had spent a lot of time about wanting cities not only in Sacramento but outside. And I know that based on a lot of the research we've done on a lot of the major issues in Sacramento, Portland's kind of been the go-to city, whether it's transportation, whether it's homelessness, a lot of the issues. So it made me wonder if we kind of looked at a San Diego, Denver, San Jose, Portland range to set, you know, 110's on the top, 90's on the bottom, then figuring out where between those there might be a range. I wondered if that might be more of a comparable range than putting Oakland, which is in the middle, but I don't really feel as a comparable city. Um, I would like to swap off kind of who we look at for more of a Portland um, to look at where we're at. Any other observations or comments? I, I, will, um, I will indicate um, what I, uh, I favor, um, which I think would be in compliance, um, and, and that is, um, I, I think that it would be uh, appropriate and fiscally prudent 
and consistent with Article 3, Section 29 to match the uh, San Diego salary. Um, it is a city uh, most similar in council structure and method of operation. Uh, Full-time council, it has a city manager, uh, committees weekly. Denver does not have a city manager. Oakland does not have a city manager. Um, and uh, Portland has a commission, which is, which is a little different. Um, that's just my uh, point of view. It, it is a, a significant raise. It, put, it would match, it would put um, the uh, salary and uh, comp, uh, and allowances at six out of 10 uh, which is uh, similar, as I recall, to where we had the, uh, the mayor. Um, and San Diego is the only one that has the weekly city manager, just like at full time? Oh, week weekly meetings. Yeah, Sorry. weekly meetings. I mean, that's my thought, but uh, I'm, I'm certainly open uh, to any other thoughts. You could pick a higher number. You could match it with a number, another city. Um, I was more inclined, and I know, I mean, it's hard to try and find a number or if it's something that's close to this. I can tell you the reason I looked at San Jose. If you remove Oakland, <clears throat> that puts Denver and San Diego at the bottom. It still leaves San Francisco, Portland, and Seattle on top. San Francisco's questionable, but the question I looked at it was, this is where it goes back to the question I raised about mayor, because the mayor in San Diego is at 97,000, which means a council member makes 92% of what they do. So putting our council members at 90,000 versus 136, I believe, the delta is still really huge. That's over $45,000. And while it gets us there, I don't know. It fixes one issue, but I don't know that it, if we're looking at part full-time to full-time, it still has the mayor grossly over or compensated a lot more than council for the workload. And so it made me wonder more in the San Jose range. There's still over... $40,000 different, or close to $40,000 difference. But it puts them more in the middle of the pack, which is where the mayor was. My uh, comment about that is, though, we're really looking, we can't do apples and oranges. We have to look at council members. Right. And um, so am I, if I'm looking at these council members, if, if we selected San Jose, that would mean that Sacramento City Council members would make 105270 Four dollars of salary and allowances, a hundred over one hundred and five thousand. Um, difference between San Diego, which is ninety six thousand, it's about a nine thousand dollar difference. Um, it would put, if we pick San Jose, we would we would have Sacramento council members four fourth out of the ten. If we picked San Diego, they would be sixth out of the ten. And um, those are just observations um, as to what, what I'm thinking. And it just, I thought it was, I, I think that, um, I, I think you could make the case for either uh, being consistent with Article 3, Section 29. In my view, when you um, I just I just feel would feel more comfortable with with San Diego. 
My only thing on that I'll say is, while we have the 10, the only hesitation I have is in pegging them to the 10 when three of them are part-time and we just took a motion saying they're full-time. I look at we should peg them within the full-time council members because we're, we've already made the statement that they're not part-time. So looking at how they range out of 10, which includes salary of the part-time, I think we really need to look at a range that's where council's at the bottom currently at 71 to the 129 and where in that range they fall, which is why I looked more at the San Jose or somewhere between a Denver and a San Jose. Maybe it's 95, but that's more middle of the rung because that's where we pegged the mayor. You know, we were looking at being in the middle of the pack, not being at the bottom, not being at the top. To me, though, what's throwing it off, though, is that Fresno and Long Beach, we acknowledge, aren't the same. So then putting them in for how we set the compensation and saying they're in the middle, I have a hard time with saying that's really the middle when we've basically said they don't, they aren't the same thing. So I'm looking at what's the middle of the 70 to the 129 or the 90 to that. And so that's where I was trying to peg it. You know, 95 was kind of the number. It's like they're right kind of there. I will go with the San Diego. I'm not going to go with the San, San Jose. Sorry. I will go with San Diego because it seems like it's more comparable. They, they meet weekly. Uh, San, <clears throat> the San Jose does not meet. Uh, it means it's discretion. And so I would, I would go with San Jose. You said you'd go with San Diego, did you say? San Diego. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> David, do you have any thoughts? Um, I, I am probably more inclined to go close to the San Diego-Denver range, if only because I feel just a little bit queasy making such a, a Giant leap from what yeah, council members are making now compared to ninety-nine thousand, or yeah, ninety-nine thousand if we were close to San Jose. Um, but I don't think I'm necessarily set in stone. Um, I could go with the figure that's in between the two numbers. That was my question for the HR, if we can, is with the way this works in the charter, or maybe legal. Do we have to pick a comparable city or can we pick somewhere in the range? So could we come up with like a 93 or a 94 that's within the range of cities but not as identical to some other city? Or do we have to peg it to another existing salary? My understanding is we can do, as long as it's in the range, we can set our own benchmark that might not be 90 or 99, but it might be 93 or 94 or wherever we want it to be within here, correct? I think that's a wild, wild that's a, just a long range for me. I just... I will go with San Diego. I, I, I think public is going to look at what we did. Mm -hmm. And the public, and, and we need to, uh, to me, it's helpful to tag it to a, an existing <clears throat> salary and allowances of a, another city as opposed to somewhere between that and another one. I, I just feel a little bit more uncomfortable doing that simply because then what, what's the difference? Maybe you give them $2,000 more. Why? You know, why? Is it, 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 that's almost kind of a, uh, not necessarily an objective, but a subjective thing. Mm -hmm. and, and I think it's a little bit more objective if you matched, for example, San Diego's salary, which is a 31.6% raise yeah, over their existing sure salary. 
and um, it does, and then with their allowances, that is six out of 10. That's the, that's the difference. I mean, it, maybe you would want to make it five out of 10. Um, so that, that's something that you could probably justify by increasing the salary a little bit to make it five out of 10 as opposed to six out of 10, salary plus allowances. But um, it, um, objectively, I think that um, San Diego, I, I think, is, is, uh, would directly meet the demand uh, of Article 3, Section 29. The question is we could spend some numbers and just see uh, what it would take to get them up to 5 out of 10. That's what I wonder, because that's kind of the middle, and it's the same kind of benchmark to the mayor, which is their middle of the pack. Even Denver's a little bit more, but it made me wonder what a five, what it, putting them five out of ten, what that would take. Because it, then it's showing them equally kind of ranked within the jurisdictions, which I think was a big point we made with the mayor, saying he's middle of the road on the cities. So it holds them to kind of the same standard or benchmark we used for the mayor. Well, if you, um, if you delete you delete Oakland, you have accomplished that, actually. It's 5 out of 10 because um, I was counting it 6 out of 10, including Oakland. So if you delete Oakland because it's a part-time council. Right. Then you'd have to delete Fresno and Long Beach. Yeah, but that's, uh, well, that's true. But it's, Again, I, I, I only, I only deleted, <laughs> I only suggested we delete Riverside by a lot more than just the fact that it was a part-time council. It, it is a much smaller city and uh, all of those other things. And that's why, and, and it was one that we hadn't really uh, discussed when we um, selected the comparable cities. So if we leave everyone in, pegging them at basically a city of Oakland at 92 puts them at five. And while they're not part-time, there's probably equity for the trade-off and cost of living, and it puts them close to Denver, lower than San Jose, but not near. But they're not at the bottom of full-time either. And looking at the percentages... Just as the split on how it is, the San Jose um, mayor split 74.4, Oakland was more. So it kind of, it's less than that. So when you look at it every way you splice it, somewhere in that range, it kind of is the middle of all of the different ways you could factor in salary. David, I think you're probably, I, I think that uh, Brennan and I are kind of thinking about San Diego. It's obvious that uh, mm -hmm. Tiffany uh, thinks higher. I mean, where are you, where are you coming out on this? If, if I had to choose between the two, I would be choosing San Diego. Mm -hmm. Although I would be also be comfortable with Denver. Mm -hmm. I can live with Denver. I just don't like them being at the bottom. The only uh, question I have about Denver is that... Um, it is the same in every respect. Um, it is not a California city, um, but it's a comparable city. 
that would uh, tie Sacramento for six out of ten in salary and six out of ten in salary and allowances. Within the six out of ten, if it'd be on the higher end of the six, so it'd be six going towards five, not six going towards seven, because there's a bunch of them in six, but it's the highest end of six. It's probably uh, the easiest way to put it. It's moving them up, going that direction towards the five. So I could be okay with Denver. Brenda. Calls me Brenda is Deborah. That's all right. Did I Deborah? Excuse me. I keep. I'm, I apologize. That's all right. My apologies. Right. I'm, I'm getting tired out here. This is <laughs> this is a long <laughs> all day long. Sorry, well, Deborah. Me too. Dude. I stayed the damn beef for three and a half hours, and I was like, oh. I soon to be 73 years of age is showing here, <laughs> Deborah. That's all right. I'm, I'm still at San Diego, you know. So. My eyes is getting tired, so. Well, I, uh, at this point, we have, uh, we would have two votes for San Diego and one vote for uh, Denver. Um, need three votes. Two and two. Split the difference, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, how objective is that? That's not good. That, what? Um, all right, David, we're. I, I would basically vote Denver first, San Diego second. Um, I, I have no objection to either one, more of a first choice or a second choice. So could we take a vote on both? And passes because I would ultimately be voting for one or the other. The one I will offer some. I will offer a suggestion. Um, I would um, difference between San Diego and Denver much. is one thousand. 700 and some odd dollars, okay? It's not that much of a difference uh, when you're talking about salary and allowances. Uh, for Denver, it's a 97,915 salary. Um, uh, salary and allowances would be... Um, it would be uh, matching the salary of Denver would put our council members salary and allowances at 97915 if I've got that right. Can you repeat that number? 97915 is that accurate? Oh total comp. Yeah <laughs> if we raised if we raised the um, if we raise the salary to 91915 and then you add the 6000 on miscellaneous allowances that's 97915 correct okay uh, so that's salary and allowances um, if you select the San Diego uh, salary of 90 
96.082, and you add the 6,000 allowances. That's a total of 96.082. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's the difference. We're talking about a thousand eight hundred and thirty-three dollars or something like that. Um, May I ask a question? Yes. And this, you may not have thought about this at all, or maybe you probably have. Is this that you were resetting their salary now and you will consider each year, or is it that you want to tie it to a no, city no, no. going forward? No, just we have to do this every year. That's my view. We do this every year. So if, um, if the other city councils were raised, then we would would then have to rethink this based upon comparable salaries in other cities, correct? Well, yes, but so your intent is not to tie it to San Diego forever. No, or, right. Okay, just correct. checking. Right. If I can just add one thing, I guess for me, the thing that to me is kind of the difference between a San Diego and a Denver is it is the city of Sacramento. And so when you look at the role of city government, there's the role of the city. But our council members wear kind of a different hat because we're the state capital. And if you think about the involvement and commitments our council members have at the Capitol and that added layer, because we're right here. So when they want someone to be here to talk about electric vehicles, our council shows up. And when they want to demo things, they do it in Sacramento. And to me, that's just a little differentiation, but it is something. It's a lot more. We do a lot. Think of all the things Sacramento hosts as state capital that the council as the presiding city shows up for. You know, that's where you look at an L.A. or San Francisco we kind of threw out. It's a little bit different to me, and that's why I just look at them being a little bit different than a San Diego, because when you're the mayor of the capital city, you do something. Well, when you're a council member, the expectations are a little bit different. All the eyes look to the policies we set here a little differently than they do just a city of San Diego or someone else. And so when I was trying to benchmark it, I do think that's an important nuance. In that because, regard, yeah. um, Denver is... You know, a major, you know, the equivalent of a capital city like Sacramento. Right. And that's why it kind of, for me, versus a San Diego, San Diego is a, a big city. Denver, Denver is kind of, when people look at trend setting and policy, they look to Denver. So Sacramento, a lot of cities, even for our size, they look to us a lot more than you would think a comparable size city they do just because of who we are and where we're located. And so that's where I saw that tie a little different. Well, the difference really is only $1,833, although for a lot of people, $1,833 is a lot of money. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, um, we are basically, don't, we have, there are only four of us. It sounds like we're almost a tie, so um, I'm sensing that um, Tiffany and David feel Denver, I think Tiffany's last comment uh, is enough to push me over to Denver. Um, so uh, who wants to make a motion? I'll make the motion since I'm the one who's been pushing it. So I'd make the motion to set the council salary at 91,915, and then we would leave the allowances as they were originally in the resolution. Second. Okay. All in favor? Aye. 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 Anyone opposed? 
extensions. Okay, our, uh, our work is almost done. So now we have to um, adopt, formally adopt the resolution and um, we're going to have to change on Exhibit A, we're going to have to change the date from February 13th to April 3rd, 2019. And then, um, so the, uh, the annual salary of the mayor will be 136,789.80, as you have there. The annual salary of the um, council members will be 91,915. Um, the allowances, there's no change, correct, in that resolution. Um, in terms of the fringe benefits, those are existing benefits, is that correct? There's been no change in those, is that right? Correct. Okay. And in term, uh, terms of the um, uh, Article 4, uh, the retirement, that's consistent with all existing benefits. We're not making any changes there. Is that correct? Correct. And then in terms of um, 4.2 PERS retirement plan contribution, that's all existing benefits, correct? Correct. And under mis miscellaneous, that's all existing. So we're not, by adopting this re resolution, we're not making any changes that are not currently existing. Is that correct? Correct. All right. And we already acted upon... Exhibit B, the compensation of the city's boards and commissions, correct? So. Um, what was the uh, council? Pardon 91. Me? I'm sorry? What was the, the uh, total for, is that with allowances also? Uh, 91,915 is the salary and uh, the allowances, uh, 6,000 or 97,915. 6,097? 97,915. Is that, is that accurate? Is that accurate? So, um, I would propose a motion that, um, as required by Article 3, Section 29 of the Charter, this commission sets the council member's salary of, as we've just said, uh, plus allowances of 6000 as reasonable compensation, consistent with the compensation of council members of other cities similar in size and structure. And um, I have one question. I know we took a group vote about being full-time. Is there a way to incorporate that in here so it's memorialized so in the future when commissions do it, it's reflected in here that the salary is based on a full-time assumption so they don't have to go dig through the minutes on it? Because it, while the mayor specifically says it's full-time, is there any way for us to kind of codify that the salary is based on it? I think that's important for the public to know when there's a difference too, that there was a figure out that I'm trying to figure out the best way to codify the fact that the change was made on the fact that we basically reclassified the duties of the council to be based off a of full-time consideration, which is why there was such a change. And I think that's important. You could put that type of a clause somewhere in the resolution. Is that correct? Correct. I would. Yes. We won't we won't wordsmith that, but we but can won't. we direct the city attorney's office to or city clerk to put that together? Yes, we can. But I do think it's important that when we for the motion, I, I really think it needs to say that as required by Article Three, Section Twenty Nine of the Sacramento City Charter, the commission sets the council member salary at the figure that we've selected plus allowances as 
reasonable compensation consistent with the compensation of council members of other cities, cities similar in size and structure. Okay. So, um, so we adopted April the 3rd, right? 2019. And this resolution will go from uh, 2019 to 2020. Correct? Fiscal year, right? Until mm -hmm. till our next meeting. No? Yeah, it'll go until you meet next again. Meeting. Yeah. So, uh, and then I, I think it, it should also state, you know, that consistent with the Commission's finding on February 13th, 2019, uh, uh, and, uh, and as required by Article 3, Section 29, we, we set the mayor's salary at 136,790 as reasonable compensation consistent with, et cetera. Okay. Does, uh, is everyone satisfied with the language of that? Does anyone, I, since I'm the chair, I probably shouldn't be making motions. Do, do I have a motion to that effect or adopting Make that right? motion with the language added to a resolution that it's full time. Okay. Any second? I'll second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Okay. I want to make sure I understand the council with the uh, miscellaneous allowance be 97-70-20. Is that correct? It would be uh, 97,915. Uh, that the, the, we have selected these figures as required by Article 3, Section 29. Of the, you know, we, we just didn't pick something out of the blue. You know, we, and we, uh, regardless of how we personally might feel about certain things, we, we had to follow what the voters directed us to follow. And that test, we applied that test. And I think we applied that test in a very objective way and uh, came to these figures that are, I, I, I think, con totally consistent with what the voters asked us to do. Do you propose modifying that language at all in the um, resolution and just stating the salary instead of the percent? I, I would, I think my preference would be personally, you just say the annual salary of shall be adjusted to. I think it's preferable to have, as required by Article 13, Section 29 of the Charter, this commission sets the annual the annual salary of the uh, uh, salary of the mayor shall be adjusted to so and so. You know, um, I have a as consist as. Yeah. I was going to say, I think I might have something that helps here. And what if we said, instead of it saying the annual salary of the council member shall be adjusted by a certain percent, since it wasn't really an adjustment, it was a resetting. What if we said the annual salary of the council members shall be set as full time? Each council member's annual salary shall be a certain amount. So we can put the full time there. So instead of saying we're adjusting at 5%, we're saying the council members shall be, shall be deemed to be considered full time. Their new annual salary shall be whatever, because the percent's kind of off, because it pegs it off a different classification. Would that clarify, like clean it up? Or do we really want to go try and have it say that it was a 34 or whatever percent increase for council? I think we should put the percentage on there. Um, 
I personally think that I, I think the language should be set because that's what the that's what the charter says. We have to set it. Okay, so I think it should be uh, set. So I, I would say. Um, as required by Article 3, and I'm being redundant, but just for clarity here, in, in the salaries under 2.1A, we would say as uh, required by Article 3, Section 29 of the, of the uh, City of Sacramento Charter, this commission sets uh, the annual salary of the, uh, may, uh, the mayor at figure plus allowances of plus existing allowances I would like existing allowances. well the allowances are below so I don't think we have to specify oh that's right I'm sorry yeah. so I think we just okay. set this but I like your idea of but just the sun this is the salary set this is the salary. the salary as reasonable compensation consistent with the compensation of mayors of other cities similar in size and structure that's the way I, I think it should best be worded. And then the same language would be under B, as required by Article 3, et cetera, the, compens the salary of council members, and, or we could say having found, but how about this, having found under B, having found that the uh, duties of a council member, the work of the council member is the equivalent of full-time employment. Uh, and the verbiage. Uh, yeah, this commission, as required by Article 3, Section 29 of the Charter, sets the council member's salary at so-and-so. Okay? And then... I think that language is... In my mind, that's stronger language. I like that language, and it ties it to exactly what the voters told us to do, which I think... Yeah. You okay with that, David? Yes. You're okay with that? All right. Can I so, ask? Uh, would you, pardon me? Yes. Do you want to codify these agencies anywhere? Codify? Um, in writing that you want to have. You mean you're chosen? talking about the other comparable cities? Yes. No, I don't think so. Okay. That could be subject to change. At, uh, yeah, we, we did, and we did that at the last meeting with the exception of Riverside, so we could always recodify them at the next meeting on the comparables if we in strike Riverside at that time formally. Okay. So uh, have that. Okay. And uh, would you, now, now that we've clarified the language, could we have another motion with, uh, using all that I'll language? I'll make a motion with everything Mindy just wrote down about everything restating. Everything you said, I second. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? <coughs> Abstention? Okay, none. All right. Uh, the next uh, agenda item, there's no request for public comments not on the agenda, correct? Yep. Uh, the next agenda item after that is committee comments, ideas, questions, or meeting conference reports. I think we've... I think we didn't comment on that. We've already handled all that, nothing there. So the next agenda item is, please call the last agenda item. What's the agenda item? The motion to motion adjourn. Motion to adjourn. <laughs> I'll make the motion to adjourn. Okay. We have a motion. Uh, to uh, adjourn by Deborah. Second. I got that right this time, Deborah. All right, Tiffany seconded. All in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? All right. Thank you very much, everyone, for your diligence. Uh, and um, I, I think that we've uh, 
really uh, adhered to our obligation under the city charter. So thank you. All right. We're adjourned.